This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. I'm your host, Charlie McDermott. Welcome to episode 64 of the Good Neighbor Podcast, and today we have Don DeFlavis. Now, Don is the owner of Don DeFlavis Construction. So, are you like Bob the Builder, Don? No, I'm, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so, Don the Builder, I love it. So, welcome to the Good Neighbor Podcast. How are you doing? Thank you. I'm doing well. How about you? I'm doing great. Doing great, man. I appreciate you uh, carving out time uh, to spend with us and uh, share all the wonderful things you're doing in the community. So tell us about Don DeFlavis Construction. What are you building these days? Sure. We're um, full service uh, remodeling contractors. Uh, I'm a state certified general contractor in Florida. And our specialty, what I've done for over the last 30 years is... uh, interior remodeling. Um, We do kitchens, we do bathrooms, we do whole interiors, you know, flooring, moldings, doors. So anything inside your home or condo, that's what we do. Well, Don, I'm so happy my wife isn't listening to this right now because she would be like, Don, get over here, stat. (laughs) How how did you uh, get into the construction business? Well, um, you might say I, uh, I was born into it. My, my grandfather uh, was a general contractor up in New York State in Westchester County. Uh, my father was uh, born into that family, and all of his brothers were either carpenters or plasters or, uh, you know, masons, whatever. And uh, he had 11 brothers and sisters, so there was a whole crew. Wow. Um, <laughs> And, uh, and then my dad was a general contractor. He moved down to Florida in, uh, 64. And, um, so I grew up, you know, around construction my whole life, basically went into it myself later. Yeah. Yeah. Good for you. Is there a particular job or a type of, uh, what am I trying to say? Uh, construction that you, that you enjoy? You know, if you had one job that you could choose to work on tomorrow, on a holiday weekend, no less, what would it be? I think, you know, probably the favorite, I mean, I I really enjoy what I do, you know, for one thing. It's a creative process, and um, I enjoy, you know, like helping the people solve, you know, like it's not, with new construction, you're basically starting with a blank palette. With remodeling, I've got to make it fit into what's there. And so it's, a, it, it, I like that creative process. If I had to nail it down to one element, um, basically everything ties in, you know, usually in these jobs, we're doing the kitchen, we're doing the bathroom, we're doing flooring. So it all kind of ties in, but probably the kitchen is the most challenging and uh, rewarding part because it's kind of the heart of the home. Um, you know, I've been doing this so long and my uh, daughter works for me. She actually does the, you know, the design kitchen design work on software for us and her and I work in tandem on that. And, uh, you know, it's just kind of cool bouncing ideas off the owner and Nicole and myself and coming up with something. And then, uh, you know, when it's all done, the people are, you know, uh, really impressed and happy and it's functional. So, yeah, it's got to be so much fun when the, the job's over and the family gets to re-enter their space and use it. And, uh, yeah, that transformation. I think one of the 
you know, you asked me a little bit about how I got into it. And one of my earliest memories, I must have been about four or five years old. And my dad was remodeling, of all things, somebody's kitchen. And he was covered, you know, with sawdust and wood shavings and everything. And he was joking and kidding around with the people he was working for. And for some reason in my mind, I thought, wow, this is really cool. You know, I'd love to do this one day. Mm-hmm. So it's just kind of, you know, you manifest your own reality or whatever kind yeah. of thing, you know. And yeah. it's pretty cool. I do enjoy it. Very, very cool. Wow. Wow. How about myths in your industry? Any myths that you hear that, that you know, you, you probably shake your head and go, oh, you know, let me tell you the real story. What comes to mind? <laughs> well, I know there's probably different um uh, thought patterns on this or, or schools of thought, whatever you want to call it. But um, when I go out to meet some people and look at a project, a potential project that they want to do, um, I, I uh, budget. You know, if I can get the folks to tell me what their budget is, mm. it helps me to design something that will fit in their budget. If they just say, well, this is what we want to do and see where you come out. You know, either they're going to tell me I'm crazy, I'm way too expensive, mm-hmm. or it's not going to be quite, you know, as nice as what they expected. But I think the myth is that people think you're going to overcharge. You're going to just give them the cheapest thing you can do and then charge them that budget. But it's not, that's, in my opinion, a fallacy that, if people would be more open-minded and, and open a, about that with the people. Now, I'm not saying every contractor contra- contractors don't have the best reputation all the time, right. but you get a reputable one and you can look online and see what, nowadays there's a lot of transparency okay. reviews and stuff like that. If you get a reputable guy that that's honest, you're going to be okay. Yeah. And I, I think that to me, that's the biggest myth. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I can so, so see that. And you're right. You know, years ago, that was the thinking, but you know, and, and that's the beauty with your company. Obviously you don't just build that trust overnight, you know, but when you see a company that's been around for as long as you guys have, you're, you're obviously providing value and there's gotta be that comfort level that, yeah, you know, Don truly here is a consultant. He's not trying to sell me anything. He's trying to help me get the most for my dollar. Right. So I an awesome space, right? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's, uh, if you don't get that, it's like throwing darts blindfolded after you've been spun around three times and can't even find the dartboard. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's frustrating for the people and it's, you know, frustrating for us because we want to, we obviously, you know, we stay in business by doing work. So we want to win the yeah. contract and, uh, so if we know what to design and to bid out, then, um, you know, because uh, if the other part of that, too, is some folks don't have really a concept of what it would cost to do a particular job. So if I go out to remodel somebody's kitchen and I say, well, you know, what is your budget? And they say, well, you know, I was thinking of, you know, four or five thousand dollars. Um, in the realm of a kitchen remodel, you're not going to get too much for that amount of money. But, you know, if they come in with something um, that I can hit, I can usually hit a realistic, you know, within a certain parameter. I can hit pretty realistically either a really high-end kitchen that might be 50000 or I could do a $15,000 kitchen, but I'm not going to be able to get you 
into much for three or four thousand maybe a new countertop you know maybe a new backsplash and a countertop but that's going to be about it type yeah. of thing if that makes sense yeah yeah no it, it absolutely does you know so you i'm sure you do a lot of educating in the process so that sure. yeah they understand yeah. The realities and are able to choose what's best because at the end of the day you know really and and i'm not sure how many folks realize i'm sure they realize it but they probably don't think about it you know we all think about the expense of putting in a new kitchen or a new bathroom but hey it increases the value of the home right so it's truly is an investment and not and hey it's nice we get to use it versus a stock certificate or you know something that hey it went up in value but i can't really you know live in a stock certificate or anything but i can't tangible but this is yeah 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 it is they um you know, most of the information, you know, we read a lot of trade literature. And of course, I'm always interested in any kind of news about, you know, construction or whatever. And everything that's, uh, that I've ever read that was published, they say that the most, you know, bang for your buck in remodeling is the kitchen, you know, followed by the bathroom. So, you know, and of course, those are the most expensive areas, but they're going to give you the biggest return, yeah. you know, on your uh, value that you add to your home, yeah. your home's value. Yeah. And what I like about it is if, you know, you put in a real nice kitchen, your friends will think you're a real good cook. So, you know, you just don't want to cook for them. So that's a <laughs> just sit around it, you know, and chat, you know, because nowadays the kitchens really are a focal point. You know, they're very open. Most have a um, island and most of the time the 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 uh, host will be behind the island, either serving food or drinks or whatever yeah. it might be. And the other folks are right with them. Yeah. So it's not like years ago, you, the the person, the wife or whoever was preparing was off in the kitchen yeah. somewhere and everybody else was chatting in the living room. It's yeah. all, you know, an interactive uh, experience. Yeah. These days. yeah. 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 So it, you, made, you gave me a, a visual of, uh, you know, the more modernized kitchen back then actually had a serving window cut through the dining room wall, right? So then you were living because, you know, every now and then the spouse could peek out and, you know, comment in the conversation. Then they went back to their cooking. Right. Yeah. And they didn't really get to be part of the whole thing or you didn't get to, you know, interact with them. And, you know, it's, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's funny. So, Don, what are you doing when you're not working? What are you doing for fun? Uh, you know, my wife and I are, are outdoorsy people we enjoy spending uh we like hiking uh we like boating we we have a couple of kayaks we we have a motorboat uh we like to travel we go uh we love the west we we do a lot of hiking out in uh arizona and in the west and um you know so anytime we can get outside and in nature that's you know what we love what i love yeah yeah that's awesome so if you could go someplace tomorrow uh and hike, where would it be? Uh, I love Sedona, Arizona. Would mm-hmm. probably be my, my go-to spot. You know, there's other places in Arizona. And, uh, you know, Colorado is really beautiful, too. But um, there's just so many different uh, I've, uh, places in Sedona. I've, I've spent a lot of time there over the years. And I've actually done a little building out there, too. But um, I'm not currently. But... Um, you know, you, you can be on, you could hike a hundred different places in Sedona and never hit the same trail. So it's, and it's beautiful. I don't know if wow. any of your viewers have ever uh, seen Sedona or if you have, but yeah. it's just a beautiful place. 
Yeah, I've been out there for a few conferences, but it's never long enough. You know, you, you spend yeah. too much time in the dang uh, hotel and not enough to know the area. So I got to get back there for sure. So how about hardships? Uh, you know, they define us and they're a part of life. It seems like an unfortunate thing when we're going through them. But once we get on the other side, we look back oftentimes and go, wow, it's kind of a good thing that happened. What comes to mind, Don, that you, you would share? could be business or personal hardship that you've been through. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I mean, I've been through, you know, in my lifetime, you know, a, a number of things that uh, at the time seemed really, you know, tragic and I didn't know how I was going to get through it and things like that. But um, once I've gotten on the other side, you know, I can always see a silver lining. And I think we're kind of going through a period like that right now, at least my wife and I are personally, especially in our industry. Um but, uh, you know, similar situation, the one that, I mean, we're not completely through this one, but the one that I've been through that I could share about um, is the, you know, during the real estate crash a few years ago, yeah. you know, um, the, with the investing, you know, we, we um, did pretty well during that, you know, golden age of, you know, real estate. And then when the crash hit, it hit me pretty hard and financially uh basically i had to start all over again about 10 years ago so um you know that was a hardship but what it did is it focused me more on uh what was really important and it enabled me to grow um i got back to the roots of construction you know i had actually gotten out of construction and i was pretty much doing real estate investing so mm. i actually love you know i <laughs> I was almost tempted to say when you asked about hobbies, I mean, I enjoy what I do. Yeah. You know, I mean, I can't work every single day. You need a break. So that's when I do the other stuff. But I, when I'm working, I'm without sounding too corny. I, I, I love it. You yeah. know, so, yeah. but yeah, that, that would probably be the, and uh, you know, so there's a silver lining and I think there is in the current situation too, you know, it's, it's uh, made my wife and I, you know, reassess some goals we had and, We'll see how that works out in the long run. But, um, you know, I think the biggest life lesson is to just keep putting one foot in front of the other one and we will get through it, whatever it yep. is. Yep. You know? Yeah, because, you know, you you made it through that, you know, real estate debacle 10 years ago. But, I mean, you, you did exactly that. You know, there were plenty of mornings, I'm sure you just felt like pulling the covers over your head and saying, man, I'm done. I'm cooked. And But, yeah, you get out of bed and you just keep pushing forward. And it's amazing. Little by little, we get there. And I, I know the same will happen this go around. So. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, I think there's a lot of folks, you know, that are probably feeling that. You know, I think in the past with hardships, you know, we always have – I always, you know, you always have a friend or a relative or somebody you know that's going through something hard and you empathize with them and maybe you've been through something that you could share with them. But this is a unique situation because I, I think we're, you know, we're all going through it. So you get to see, you know, you can you could tell me, well, I, I get through it and it didn't really shake me too bad, but I'm watching people. You know, some people are freaking out. Some people are doing okay. Some people are figuring out ways to reinvent themselves. So you kind of get to really see everybody going through the same thing. It's interesting. Yeah. 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 We truly are all in this together. Yeah. <laughs> yes. right. So uh, Don, if you could share one thing you wish people knew about your company, what would that be? Um, I mean, 
uh, we're we're open. You know, for one thing, we're uh, I I love to help people. I love what I do, and if people, you know, um, are interested, uh, unfortunately, um, you know, the market. I'm in the local market here near Bonita Springs. I do a circumference of about 15 or 20 miles, but. You know, if people are in that area, I'd love to talk to you if you're thinking about doing any kind of remodeling. And, and uh, you know, I, uh, I have a website, uh, uh, com. I'm on Facebook, social media. Uh, if you type in Don DeFlavis Construction, you'll see a lot of reviews, and I'm, I'm all over the place on the Internet. Awesome. Awesome. How about a uh, phone number? Yes. Uh, it's area 239-338-8314 is my own cell phone, and I text, and, and phone calls are great. So That's awesome. You'll get me if you try that right. number. Well, listeners, there you go. Give Don a call, text him, and uh, you know, see where he's at. If he's hiking on the Sedona Trail or uh, hammering away, uh, covered in sawdust in someone's home nearby. But, uh, yeah, I encourage you uh, – yeah, Don, as, as you can hear from his voice, uh, uh, talk about, you know, passion about what he does and uh, someone you want to pull in on a on a job and get his view, if nothing else. Right. You've seen a lot. So uh, you definitely if you're going to going to make a, uh, a change to a place that you're going to spend. How many hours a day do we spend in our home now? It's about 24. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That was a trick question. <laughs> yeah, no, but, but in the old days, it was less, right? Uh, so, uh, you definitely want to get the right guy or gal or team because your daughter certainly is is the kitchen gal uh, in Bob. So, well, Don, we really appreciate you making time for us again, and uh, best of luck over there. Thank you. Glad to do it. Thank you, Joe. Thank you for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast. To nominate your favorite local business to be featured on the show, go to goodneighborpodcast.com. That's goodneighborpodcast.com. Or call us at 239-224-4105.